Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. I'm Ken Chester, and I'm so glad you could join me for the ride. I love to hear from our listeners. To add your voice to the conversation, share an opinion, ask a question, or even suggest a topic for future discussion, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. And by the way, since we're all over social media, please be sure to follow us, like us, and subscribe to our various sites of social media. And in case you're wondering, that's Facebook, Twitter, uh, our YouTube channel, TikTok, and we have a couple of podcasts. And I'm sure you might not have realized that. We have Tech Mobility Topics, which gives you an opportunity to hear a specific topic again without having to listen to the whole show. And of course, the Tech Mobility Podcast, which basically is the show again, but available as a podcast so that if you missed it or you missed a piece, you wanted to hear it again, you can at your leisure because, you know, I got you like that. So please check us out. Be sure to follow us, like us, and please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on TikTok and not to mention also uh, follow us and like us on Twitter because I really appreciate that. One thing I want to get into before I go to the tech mobility news stuff, a point I want to make within this past week, you may have been in a part of the United States where air quality was poor, terrible or severe. We did a story on that last week that I encourage you to go look at where we talked about air quality standards and what what those numbers mean. And more importantly, how to find out what the air quality index number is for your community. That's all in that podcast. Be sure to go out to our podcast, either Tech Mobility Topics or the Tech Mobility Podcast to find that out. I've also had links on our Twitter feed and our Facebook feed if you don't want to go there so you can get right to it. And it's important information you deserve to know. And it's important in these days and times because I want you healthy and I want you to stay safe. So there's that. From the Tech Mobility News Desk. We recently talked about Lucid and I shared with you in the last couple months how I got a chance to drive my first ever Lucid Air sedan. And it was almost a religious experience. But I also mentioned Lucid being what we would call in the industry as a boutique manufacturer, a boutique manufacturer, that is a manufacturer that's not building the hundreds of thousands at volume that a General Motors, a Ford, a Toyota, a Honda is building. As a result, being one of the smaller players and an EV player at that, they're struggling. And I mentioned in a story uh, a month or so ago whether uh, Lucid's first decision to put out a car was adding to that where right now the industry is in SUVs, crossovers, and pickups. And of course, they're coming out with their Gravity, which is their first crossover. In the meanwhile... It appears that Lucid is going to monetize some of that technology that they've developed that's put them on the top of the heap in terms of EV performance, and you'll never believe with who. A recent article in the Wall Street Journal pegs Aston Martin 
as the company that Lucid is going to provide uh, technological support to as they make the transition to EVs. Now, just to get into the weeds just a little bit, Lucid is going to get $142 million and roughly just under a 4% stake in Aston Martin in exchange for their collaboration, which will help take Aston Martin to the next level by buying components from Lucid. This happens all the time, folks. Uh, it's happening. It's been happening for years that automakers buy from each other. They buy parts. They develop uh, products together. Case in point, you may not realize that probably it's closer to 15 years ago now, GM and Ford, when they were spending billions of dollars to develop uh, a new six-speed automatic electronic transmission, they actually jointly developed it with the actual electronic programming left to the individual manufacturers. But the hardware, they jointly developed that because developing a new engine family, developing a new transmission family from scratch is billions of dollars. That's billions with a B. And that's just one of many examples where automakers will either sell sub whole sub-assemblies or develop products together in some sort of joint venture or third party to mitigate costs. We're seeing a lot of this, particularly in the EV field. I mentioned also earlier how GM is becoming kind of a tier one supplier to the EV manufacturing industry by making available their Ultium battery uh, rolling chassis, which has got their batteries in it, their controllers in it, and their motors in it, allowing an EV manufacturer not to have to reinvent the wheel and develop all that stuff from scratch. GM is doing it, GM has it, and it's way cost effective for, say, a smaller EV company that wants to make a difference to take that money and instead of having to reinvent the basic stuff, spend the money for the software upgrades and styling the vehicle in a way that would be attractive and desirable to consumers all over the place. Back to Lucid and Aston Martin. Right now, they're both losing money. So anything they can do to mitigate costs, Lucid getting money, although Lucid has the benefit of a deep-pocketed sovereign fund in the, in the way of Saudi Arabia. However, they got to cut the cash burn. Aston Martin is in the midst of a turnaround. They had a Canadian investor come in. They decided to launch an SUV, which basically saved the company because the SUV wasn't front of mind, but new investors, new leadership, they said, no, we're building that first. And as a result, that helped stabilize them, but they still got to get it together. And whether you realize it or not, this whole migration to an EV platform, an electric vehicle platform, whether it is battery electric, fuel cell electric, doesn't matter. It requires new technology, new engineering, new materials, a lot of new. So in a way, they are building a supply chain from scratch uh, as opposed to the internal combustion engine and transmission drivetrain, which has been developed over the last 120 plus years. These guys are building it. All the industry is being built in the last five years from scratch. Even the traditional automakers had to go back to the drawing board because nothing they were building up to that time was compatible. Now, the difference is if you're GM or Ford as opposed to Aston Martin or Lucid, 
is you've got a hundred years of building the rest of the vehicle. You've got a hundred years of developing a supply chain. They know how to build one from scratch. So while they had to do it, it easy relatively for GM, Ford, and Stellantis, as opposed to Lucid Air, Rivian, Tesla, pick one. And as I'm sure you've seen in the news, uh, we talked about Lordstown Motors. Well, we were worried they were going to file for bankruptcy. They did. And there's a lot of EV manufacturers that will be littered that didn't make it. Lordstown is just the most recent one. This has been the auto industry since day one. It is capital intensive. It takes time. You've got to design the right product and you've got to have enough money to bring the jobs out. There's no shortcutting the capital. The engineering is required. The federal compliance is required. The plant ramp up and equipment is required. Now you can mitigate it like Fisker did at having Magna International, which is a tier one supplier that builds under contract for a whole slew of automakers, do it. But in the end, you still got to engineer the vehicle. You still got to pay per unit. There's still some costs that even at that rate, you're going to have to spend money. So Lucid is looking for all kinds of ways, as is Aston Martin, to be competitive. So Aston Martin decided to go with Lucid rather than their other partner, Mercedes-Benz, for key components in their first electric model, which they believe will be due out in 2025. And after spending much of the pandemic flirting with bankruptcy, as Aston Martin did, believe it or not, now they're worth about $3.3 billion, which is significantly up from $750 million just a year ago. So small companies are going to do what they need to do to survive, and we're going to continue to see collaborations between manufacturers in order to get this done. It's not new. It is not new. It has happened in the auto industry for years, even from the beginning of the industry. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. The 
days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.